Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I'm following a story here, which is of a little bit of interest to me. And I don't get the outrage. Uh, the Midlands Northwest MEP, only recently voted Maria Walsh, said uh, that she would be writing to young Fine Gael, uh, they're better known as YFG, uh, to call, the, call for the resignation of its president, Killian Foley-Walsh. <clears throat> now, Fine Gael's Dublin Central uh, Dáil uh, candidate, also Deirdre Duffy, said uh, she would be complaining to the party HQ over Mr Foley-Walsh's attendance at a Young American uh, Foundation conference in Washington, D.C. last week. Now, the conference, which was attended and presented from a very conservative point of view, I imagine, had a guest speaker, Mike Pence, uh, as well as other known conservatives on issues, I imagine, like abortion, marriage equality, etc. And it was a three-day event and had a huge audience, a very large audience, I believe, over the three days. Now, Mr. Foley Walsh, uh, who was also a member of Fine Gael's National Executive and Young Fine Gael's Social Media Officer, Chloe Kennedy, said uh, they attended the conference in a personal capacity and that the trip was funded by themselves and the and the Edmund Burke Institute, a conservative educational charity that advocates for market-based politics. Uh, Maria Walsh told the Irish Independent, quite frankly, Mr Foley, uh, given his position, should not have aligned with this conference to support, uh, to commit time and to offer value by sharing an interest in it. Now, <clears throat> I find this whole thing very concerning. Now, we did reach out to Maria Walsh uh, through the Finnegan Press Office, but unfortunately, uh, we haven't heard back from them. We did actually reach out as well to the president of Young Finnegan, uh, but he's not speaking to anybody or commenting on this particular issue at the moment. And I did try to look at his own Twitter account, but it's protected at the moment, so I can't see his opinion. I don't know much about him. He's a young man, a bright young man by the looks of things. Um, I think he's pro-life. He certainly doesn't seem to have anything against gay marriage. I didn't see anything that would suggest that he did. But he went to a conference that happened to be right-wing of some sorts. And now all of a sudden he has to resign or he's been told that he should resign. Now, Fine Gael Deirdre Duffy, a leading figure in the campaign to repeal the Eighth Amendment, said she was deeply concerned by Mr Foley Walsh's attendance. Why? Why was she concerned about it? Are people not allowed to have alternate views anymore? Does Maria Walsh think that everybody in this country should just resign, you know, (laughs) if they don't have the same view as her? Well, on the line is John McGurk. Uh, He's an Irish media advisor and political commentator and pro-life campaigner himself. John, good afternoon to you. How are you, Niall? Great to be on the show. Long-time uh, fan. Uh, John, I, I find this, I don't. I just don't understand the outrage and what it's all about. C- can you even explain this to me? Well, I, I, I can't. I've been as baffled by it as you have. But I, I suppose the first thing to say about this conference is that, yes, obviously it's conservative. I mean, the U.S. vice president attended it. Um, you know, I, I think the hysteria around abortion and gay marriage is, is, is somewhat misplaced because the, the, the Young America's Foundation has virtually nothing to say on those issues. It's primarily an economically focused um, think tank. It advocates for, for lower taxes, you know, that kind of, your usual kind of American Republican stuff. Well, their, their spokesperson, by the way, Spencer Brown for the, from the American, Young of, uh, American Foundation said, uh, in relation to this particular issue that Maria Walsh has raised, the intolerance of the left clearly knows no borders. The fact that members of the European Parliament or leaders from Ireland would attack a group of students striving to broaden their intellectual horizons and learn from some of the American, America's leading decision makers is pathetic. 
pathetic. Well, well you say uh, intolerance. I say hypocrisy. I mean, what's fascinating here is that, I mean, no one mentions that the Taoiseach, Leo Varadkar himself, interned when he was Mr. Foley Walsh's age with a Republican congressman who had an A rating from the National Rights so Association. He had dinner with Mike Pence and his missus, yeah, for God's sake. Exactly. And, and Maria Walsh, by the way, sits in the European Parliament with a, with a bunch of Hungarians from the Fidesz party who last year proposed a law banning people from giving foods to immigrants. So, I mean, she, she, she can't say all of a sudden, oh, you're associating with, 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 with bad people, you have to resign. She sits in a parliament and votes alongside some of the, some of the you know, if, from her perspective, the worst people in Europe. They're in the same party as she is. But I suppose her argument, now I don't have her on the air, obviously, for her right to reply, but we did offer the opportunity. We did send out an email this morning to Fine Gael's press office to give her that opportunity, but unfortunately we haven't heard anything back. But her argument would be, I suppose, that he lives in a country, this is Killian, lives in a country that is progressive in the fact that we have voted for marriage equality, we have voted uh, for abortion in this country, and i.e. he shouldn't be going against the grain. Maybe I suppose that's what she's trying to say, is she? Well, I hope that's not what she's trying to say, because that would be utterly stupid. I mean, people are entitled to to agree. That's like saying that from 1983 to 2018, nobody should ever have attended a conference of any organization that was in favor of abortion or gay marriage, because they'd have been going against the grain with the laws of the country. You can't just decide that everyone has to agree uh, with every policy that the state has. I think the real issue here, though, is um, just an insecurity that we have in this country now with a liberal majority. We have a broadly, and I'm, I'm very much in the minority, I dissent from a lot of what goes on in this country, but we have a liberal majority that has, has moved to liberalise our laws over the last couple of years. And these people still live, act and behave as if the bishops are whacking them around with crosiers, crosiers every single day of the week, that they're the minority, that they're the oppressed people. And the, the victims, idea, victims. Yeah, yes. And the idea that some 24-year-old kid going to a conference in the US to hear what the Vice President the United States has to say on the policies of the day. I mean, he's interested in politics. He might not even agree with he's the He's broadening that... his mind, yes. Yeah, God knows I have been to many conferences over the years where I've disagreed with speakers. Um, do you know, I'm sure, I'm sure that there are people who go to the Fine Gael Ardesh every year who are members of Fine Gael who disagree with some of the comments made from the main stage. You don't agree with everything just because you go to an event. But this idea that liberal Ireland is so horribly threatened by a 24-year-old kid going to a conference in the U.S. that he must resign and be purged from the organization, along with his, 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 his colleague, the PRO, it's absolutely... Didn't we have the same problem, if I remember rightly, before the uh, repeal the 8th referendum? Wasn't there a president of, was it Trinity at the time? Um, was UCD, it? I think, Katie UCD. Askell. Oh, that's Katie about. Askell, that's yeah. right, yes. And she was also uh, forced to resign. Yeah, for, 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 for holding the wrong opinion about an issue that we were actually having a referendum, uh, referendum on where there were two sides. Mm. But I mean, the, the, I mean, Maria Walsh, by the way, had absolutely nothing to say, and Noel Rock, God bless him, and I like Noel. But I'm, not- I'm, I'm surprised. By the way, we did send a text to Noel to asked him to come on the show today because Noel was quite critical as well of Killian. And I'm surprised at Noel because Noel is a very open-minded man from what I remember. Anyway, he's a good mate. Of, well, I say good mate of mine. He's a good mate of the show. He's been on yeah. a few times. He, 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 he and Maria are now constitute more Senegal MEPs calling on a young lad to resign for shaking hands with the US Vice President than any of them have called on Maria Bailey to resign for apparently 
playing silly buggers with an insurance policy. <laughs> so, I mean, well, I mean, she, why doesn't she call Leo Riker to resign as well? But she, didn't Leo many, many years ago say that, you know, that we weren't going to have marriage equality? He also said, by the way, that we wouldn't have abortion in Ireland or didn't agree with abortion in Ireland. So should she call on him to resign as well? This is the other thing. And by the way, I think it's very important to say that as far as I'm aware, Killian Foley Walsh is heavily in favour of marriage equality. I think that needs to be put on the record um, as far as I'm aware. Now, uh, but I, think, I think he has said that in the past, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, he's essentially being condemned for, for holding the same opinion on abortion that Simon Harris and Leo Varadkar held as recently as 2011. But Shavina, um, Fina Gale is, you know, right-leaning. Well, it was always meant to be a right-leaning party anyway, but, I mean, but that's changed my mind subsequently over the years. Well, 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 well this is it. You know, has I mean, you, you, as well. You, you go back to 20, the 2011 general election. I don't know if your listeners will remember Inda Kenny signing the contract for a better Ireland, or maybe it was 2007, but you, uh, people might... That might ring This is when they people. had their five-point plan. Yes, do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. The, the, the people who helped them put that together were Republican Party consultants who developed the contract for America in 1994. The links between the two parties go back for, for decades. Fine Gael is a member of the, the, the International Union of Right-Wing Parties, along with the British Tories and the American Republicans. This is no secret. Um, the two parties have worked together for, for generations. So this young kid goes and do, does, by the way, what generations of young Fine Gaelers have done before him, including the Taoiseach, goes to the U.S., meets with some conservative-leaning Americans, listens to them, hears them out, maybe thinks they're mad on guns, maybe they have a point on tax reform, who knows. He comes home and all of a sudden he find, finds that these He's people... He's been told to resign. Yeah, these people, and by the way, with the exception of Noah Rock, Deirdre Duffy and Mira Walsh, haven't been in the party a wet week, by the way. Haven't been, you know, both have joined it within the last year. One got elected, the other one thinks she might get elected in Dublin Central. I'm sceptical myself. But all of a sudden, they're the ones saying, oh, this kid who no one's ever heard of is going to have to resign. It reminds me a lot, Niall, of last year. I don't know if you remember, and I won't mention his name, but you remember the Fine Gael National Executive lad who suddenly was on the front page of every paper because he had the, had the temerity to say something mean about um, Kate O'Connell. I do, I do remember that, yes. Um, and, and he was on the front page of every newspaper as well, and there was a week's hysteria about it. No one had ever heard of him before. Most people have now forgotten his name, but the lad was... The, the lad had I know, we'll probably never hear him again. Yeah, and, and, but the so, I mean, there, there does seem to be a climate at the moment, John, and I'm sure you feel it as well, because obviously you're a media advisor and you're a commentator and you do lean to the right as well. So but there is a climate at the moment that you daren't question uh, the left wing or any kind of liberal agenda at all. You just what, don't question it. What I thought was fascinating yesterday was that, that Mark Paul, who's a journalist, he's a business writer with the Irish Times, he had... He, he said on Twitter, he said, I think this is nonsense. Do you know this, this kid's being picked on? Mm. And, and, and you had literally hundreds of left-wing activists searching the archives of the Irish Times to see if they could find anything that Mark Paul had ever written that they could whack him over the head with to say you're a, a, a racist sympathizer or something. You had some of them saying that Killian Foley Walsh was basically the same as the guy who shot people in El Paso because he attended a, a conference with Mike Pence. I mean, there's, a, there's an atmosphere in this country, and it worries me, Niall, of absolute hysteria on these issues. Absolute hysteria, where there's a group of people who are utterly convinced that everyone um, uh, an inch to their right is a fascist. Yeah, and everybody, uh, everybody must agree with everything they say, otherwise you just don't deserve to be in power, or you don't deserve to have any political positions whatsoever. That's, that's, that, that's about the height of it, and it's, it's, it's very... It's very, it's very worrying. I mean, I mean worry well, ago, according to the Donegal branch of Young Fine Gael, members have been encouraged to attend this event. Actually, they've been encouraged for years to attend this event. Yeah, absolutely. But look, I was talking to a family member of um, 
one of the one of the, the young people concerned yesterday was it was the the, the PRO. Um, I was talking to a family member of hers, and naturally enough, that family. Do you know, if you can imagine, the daughter is 21 years of age. They, they waved her off last Friday, uh, or last someday last week, to go off to the U.S. Exciting occasion. She got to meet the U.S. Vice President. She shook his hand. Yeah, this she is came, Chloe Kennedy. Yeah. yeah, she came home again. And that family is now seeing their daughter being dragged through the papers, and they are horrified by it. And well, they, I, I, I know. I just see the statement here, by the way, because young Fina Geller put out a statement saying they're horrified um, at the treatment of Killian and Chloe since they came back. Yeah, exactly. Can you imagine? I find this, I find this whole thing outraged. I, I'm actually outraged by the outrage, if you know what I mean. Uh, I, I say this to any 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 person listening who has who has kids sort of, sort of from eighteen to twenty two. If your if your child came home to you and said, "I've been invited to the U.S. to an event. Uh, while I'm there, there's a chance I might meet the president, and I'd shake his hand." And they came back and they'd shaken hands with President Trump. Even if you don't like President Trump, you would say, I think, to your to your son or daughter, do you know, it's a life's experience to meet the President of the United States. Hardly anyone ever does it. I've certainly never done it, or the yeah. Vice President, for that matter. You come home, you're probably proud of them and think, oh, they're doing really well. They're being invited to this event where they, where they, where, where they meet somebody fairly prominent. And all of a sudden, you have national newspapers and national politicians comparing them to people who shot people. I mean, it is it, it is. Well, I, I, don't, I don't know whether you've seen, uh, I'm just looking here at a tweet here by Aaron Sweeney, uh, and, he's, and he put up the statement from the chair of Donegal, Young Fine Gael, uh, or sorry, he is the chair, obviously, of the, of the Donegal, Young Fine Gael, and, he's, and they've put up a copy of the statement released by the branch following the recent treatment of Killian Foley, Walsh, and Chloe Kennedy, and the statement can be found here. So they put out a whole statement basically condemning, I suppose, the, the remarks made by Maria Walsh and saying that, you know, this is horrifying the way these two people are being treated. Yeah, I, I think it is. And it's being done. This is the worst thing about it. I mean, it's being done. And I think social media, we have a long conversation about social media in general, but I think it's responsible for a lot of ills in the world. But this is being done essentially so Maria Walsh can get a few cheap likes on Twitter. Mm. That's what it's been done for. It's been done for a... Well, for recording a cheap... Maria Walsh when she was running for election that time, she represented the young people of Ireland. I, I, don't, uh, I don't believe she represents them all, to be honest with you. Tamagotchis, I believe, was her main <laughs> policy issue in that campaign, as I recall. But uh, the voters will do what the voters will do, and that's their own responsibility. But, I mean, it, you know, it, 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 it strikes me as, as uh, and I come back to it again, she sits willingly in the European Parliament with a bunch of people who advocated. And, you know, I have sceptical views on immigration, and I don't know what your views are, but I wouldn't advocate that you know, people be banned from handing out food to hungry immigrants. No. Maria Walsh sits in, 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 in the European Parliament with a bunch of people who did propose that policy. Um, and she has no problem with it, and she's never spoken out about it. And in fact, since she went to Brussels, I think this is the first thing the rest of us have heard from her. Um, and it's to pick on somebody a lot weaker with an awful lot less of a profile than she does. And I think, sadly, that says a lot about her and doesn't say much good, in my view. All right, well, listen, thank you very much indeed. John McGurk, uh, Irish media advisor and political commentator and a pro-life campaigner. Uh, obviously, so John leans to the right. It's not, an, it's not a sin, by the way. It's not illegal. I, I consider myself right-leaning and most things. I'm quite conservative views on many things. And people will know that from listening to the show for the last eight years. doesn't mean that there's, there's something sinful about the way I behave or there's something illegal about it. I mean, I'm allowed to have a view. I will question people. I bring people on the air. I'm very interested. People who are on the left to see what they have to say. No more than I suppose Killian is very interested to see what people on the right have to say. That's why he went to the conference. He thought it was interesting. He'd get to meet Mike Pence. I mean, the man is famous. He's the vice president of America, for God's sake. These two individuals are excited. They're only young people. They're learning about life. They're expanding and broadening their minds. 
I think Maria Walsh, what she's done is absolutely wrong. I think it's horrific. I think it's horrifying to see the way she's demanding that this man resign, this young man at the start of his political career, possibly, resign just because he went to a conference and to listen to other intellectuals and what they had to say. So what if they're right-leaning? So what if they might be anti-abortion? You're allowed to be anti You're allowed to disagree with abortion if you want to. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not illegal to say that I don't agree with abortion. It's not illegal to say I don't agree with marriage equality. It's not illegal. You're allowed to have a view on it. God's sake, what sort of a country have we turned into? I mean, what sort of politics will we have in the future if everybody has to think the same or think the same as Maria Walsh? Now, as I said, Maria has been given the opportunity. We did um, uh, send a, an email this morning to uh, the Fine Gael Press office asking could we have her on the show, but unfortunately we've heard nothing back. She's quite entitled. Uh, okay, I've just I've been told in my year now we just got an email to say that she's away at the moment, but I'm sure she has people, her people will contact her if they hear it on the radio. She's quite welcome to come on the air at any time. Today, tomorrow, the invitation uh, is there if she wants to come on and justify this outrage that she has against uh, this young man. Killian Foley Walsh and Chloe Kennedy. Um, a lot of text coming in already uh, in relation to it. Some people, uh, Stephen saying Maria Walsh is a hypocrite. Uh, yeah, she said it's only uh, getting the attention for herself. She's just so hypocritical, says Stephen uh, in Finglas. Okay, loads and loads of people texting in. Okay, but maybe there is somebody out there who agrees with her. Maybe politicians in this country shouldn't associate with people who don't agree with abortion, people who don't agree with gay marriage, for example. And I don't know in relation to Gillian what his views with gay marriage. As far as I know, I don't think he has an objection to it, by the way. Uh, I, do, I do know that he is probably pro-life. Uh, but that's not a sin. Um, uh, do you think there's anything wrong? I mean, it's not a meeting of the KKK you went to, for God's sake. Do you think there's anything wrong with somebody having right-wing views? I know the left, for example, hate Donald Trump because he has right-wing views. He does, for example, he doesn't do, obviously he wants to protect his borders and has views on immigration policy. Uh, I think many people on the left I don't know necessarily Maria Walsh's total views on immigration, but I would imagine a lot of people on the left would have views that we should have some sort of open borders, that everybody should be allowed in and we should be treating everybody with the same equality from no matter what part of the world they come from. Uh, but we do have an immigration policy in this country. Um, for example, when it comes to marriage equality, when it comes to transgenders, when it comes to uh, being pro-life or pro-choice. Not everybody has the same view in life. People are entitled to have different views. If we didn't have different views, should we never have debate? We'd never have laws because nobody would ever object to anything. Okay, keep texting, uh, keep WhatsApping. The number is 087-188-0008. Was there anything wrong with young Fine Gael, the president of young Fine Gael, going to a right-wing conference in America? Do you think there's anything wrong with that? Is there anybody at all listening today? With the exception of Maria Walsh, she's probably not listening. Is there anybody at all who has an issue with that? I'm dying to hear why No Rock has an issue with us. Our good friend Noel, who comes on the show all the time. We're trying our best to get him on the show. Uh, Noel, if you're listening, give us a call there. I'm looking at the statement here, by the way, from Donegal. And this is a statement from Donegal, Young Fine Gael Branch, and the treatment online of President Killian Foley Walsh and social media officer Chloe Kennedy. The members of the Donegal branch of Young Fine Gael are horrified at the recent treatment of Killian and Chloe by people such as journalist Hugh O'Connell, Maria Walsh, MEP, Noel Rock TD, and a number of other members of the National Executive of Young Fine Gael. Killian and Chloe, in their personal capacity, attended the Young American Foundation conference last week. This was a conference that, in the past, Young Fine 
Gael members have been encouraged to attend. However, on return, uh, a vile and calculated media attack on both of them has been orchestrated by certain elements within Fine Gael and the Fine Gael party. Uh, these people are labelling the conference as an extreme right-wing group with repressive ideology, which is simply not the truth. The truth is the conference was attended by women and men of all races. It's just bizarre. The, 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 the statement goes on. You can find it on their Twitter account there. Okay, let me just go to Dave. Uh, Dave, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Dave? <laughs> yeah, I'm not. That, no, don't worry. Nobody else actually heard what he said there at the end. Oh, did they not? <laughs> no, no. Right. The last oh, ten, the seconds 10 seconds. Of seconds of yeah. yeah. Anybody who goes on to daytime radio and uses language like that and starts, you know, using uh, name calling like that, I actually have a fair idea who that individual is. Uh, yeah. I've, I've seen some of his comments on Twitter, and I think there's something very wrong. Yeah. Okay, so Dave, uh, getting back to uh, this particular outrage, and at the moment, do you believe that people with right wing views should be allowed to play in politics? I, well, yeah, well, obviously they should. Like, like, look, personally, the way I've noticed with most people, right? Most people you meet generally are middle of the road. Some people lean a little to the right. Some, some people lean a little to the left. If he wants to go to a conference, let him go to a conference. Who gives a shit? Like. Oh, sorry, your line is breaking up, Dave. Oh, sorry. How are you supposed to have a well-rounded view of the world if you don't listen to both sides of the argument? How is society you know, supposed to work if we all just think the same way? No, but that's what I mean. It's, you know, we can't all be you know, left-leaning or right-leaning. We have to share the world together. Like, you know, how about we, we get along with each other? Like, to be honest with you, this, this whole liberal versus conservative, you know, if you're a liberal, you're a tree-hugging hippie, or if you're a conservative, you're a racist. That shit is really beginning to boil my blood nowadays because it's just fucking childishness. Well, I mean, I, I understand that some of the individuals who may be speaking at events like this or other events similar to that, you know, might hold views that I might necessarily agree with all the time. But in saying that, some of the stuff I might agree with. Yeah, well, look, I mean... I listen I, with interest. I, yeah, look, I mean, look, I personally think my pence is a knobhead because he, he supports uh, gay conversion therapy. But if somebody wants to go to a conference where Mike Pence is talking, I, I wouldn't think any less of him. Like, I'd be a little more to the left than okay, I well, well, right. well, Yeah, well, hang on, Dave, because I've only got Noel for a minute because I was texting there a second ago. Noel Rock, TD from Fine Gael. Hey, Noel. How's it going, Noel? Uh, sorry, I only wanted two minutes of your time. I know you're having dinner, Noel. Uh, the show finishes at two, so you're no good to me after that. Noel, I can't <laughs> believe... I mean, young Fine Gael have put out a statement from Donegal saying that they're disgusted with you, uh, with Fine Gael, with Maria Walsh, with Hugh O'Connell, um, you know, uh, because of your outrage over this young man going over and expanding his mind. I haven't, I haven't seen the statement, um, but um, I would say, you know... I think this is all getting a bit too heated at this stage. People using words like outrage, so on and so forth. Um, what I said in my own statement, whatever the other statements that have come after it, what I said in my own statement was um, that I thought, uh, I, I can't really think of any young people who'd be going to the conference, that Why? kind of conference. Um, I, I, well, I just don't know any, to be perfectly honest with you. Well, now. that's fine. Well, that's fine. I he went. So what's the I problem, though? I don't know any Irish young people who have struck with the Trump administration or with Mike Pence. Um, and I said that I just didn't think it was a good idea to go to it. Why? However. Why? No, however, explain to you. No, no, come on. We, I know, me and you, we know each other years. You're, you're an open-minded man. Why yeah. is there something wrong with this young man and his press advisor, Chloe Kennedy? Why is there something wrong with him going to this particular event? This particular well, event was attended by numerous people from different races, different backgrounds, different views. They just went there to see the speakers. Yes, some of them have quite extreme right-wing views. Some of them don't. What was the problem? Well, look, one of the one of the phrases I'd always abide by uh, 
it's from a book called Two Cheers for Democracy by a man called Ian Forster. And it says that democracy permits variety. And that's one of the good things about it. And this is an example of something that I simply don't agree with. I don't agree Would with you, it. Well then, well, then you're not, you're speaking out of both sides of your mouth now because you're not permitting variety, are you? Well, By no, saying he shouldn't go to it. I am saying it was foolish for him to go to it. Why I'm was it foolish? I if I, I, if I went to it, would you have a problem? I, I don't have a problem. You're kind of, you're parsing me words here now. I'm saying I don't think it was a good idea to go to it. I'm not saying he should be banned from going to it. Um, but I'm saying he should have exercised his but own the views, judgment. the views that would have been espoused at this particular conference would have been those of pro-life. Um, maybe, maybe some people, not him personally, because he said he has no problem with uh, marriage equality. He said that before himself. Um, there may have been pro-life views. But I mean, Leo Varadkar, Simon Harris, were both pro-life at one stage. Fine Gael, by its very foundation, was right-leaning at one stage. And left-leaning at one stage as well, Gareth yeah. Gerald. And I mean, that's fine. You know, there's no issue. And um, people keep trying to turn it into pro-life thing. Uh, there's no issue with people of all sorts of, you know, backgrounds and beliefs and creeds being in a party. I mean, there is such a thing as a, as a big tent party. And I consider us to be one. I just well, think I, I believe in your freedom case, of expression. Sorry, no, I, I, no, I just think in this particular case, I think a lot of what's happening in the US right now is so extreme. And it is, uh, people keep seizing on the... LGBT stuff and the abortion stuff—it's actually the well, that, well, that was because Maria Walsh was the one who yeah, brought who yeah, brought this up. Like, I mean, from my own perspective, like, why why do I not have truck with Donald Trump? Why would I potentially attend protests against the man? But, uh, but young yeah, Fine Gael themselves, hold on, young Fine Gael themselves encouraged them to go to the conference. The pro gun stuff now. But, ha- but yeah. hang on, hang on, Noel. Young, well, hang on, Noel. Young Fine Gael themselves encouraged them to go. That's a, a distortion to an extent. Uh, no, it's I, not. They've put out a statement themselves saying it. No, look, look. I don't want to get dragged into this too much, but more. No, than I'm, I'm, ju- I'm just more telling you, Noel. Than I have now, the statement here in front of me from Niall, Johnny Gall from Young Finnegan. Say over the years, they've encouraged that's, that's people to go. Now that's the branch of a party. That's not the executive of a party. That's not the board of the party. The board of the party put out a statement last night saying that the majority of them wanted answers that they actually weren't informed about the conference in advance of it happening that they hadn't sanctioned it, that they hadn't agreed that he could go as president to represent the party. Um, so he went, know, he would, They said he went on his own private capacity. How can you be private capacity as a public figure? That's like me saying we're going to a conference in a private capacity. That's a bit of a nonsense. Like. So, so well, you, OK, but Donald Trump has, I suppose, just very quickly, because I know you're in a hurry, but Donald Trump recently has been accused of many things, right? Being at racism and misogyny and all sorts of carry on, right? If Donald Trump was in this country and you were asked to go where he was speaking, would you not go? No, I wouldn't, to be honest, no. Would you not? Um, no. Not my cup of tea. Okay, well, that's fine. Okay, so that's you, you. Okay, so that's that's fine. That's your views in life. I don't have a problem with that. I'm not going to go on the air and say how dare Noel Rock not go. You have a choice to do that. But if you want to go, Noel, I believe you have an absolute right to go. If we don't have a society where people can have two different types of views, be the extreme. I don't. I'm not talking about hate speech, by the way. Be to the to the extreme. I don't see a problem with a society like that where we're allowed to have two different types of views. And again, I didn't say how dare he go or anything like that. What I said was. I thought, as in his role, in his capacity, as a person representing young people in politics, as the president of a youth wing of a party, I thought it was unwise and foolish to attend in that representative capacity. But Noel, Noel, did you did you do did you or not did you ever do an internship with Hillary Clinton? I did, yeah. She's in favour of gun laws. Are you now? She's in favour of the gun laws currently in the United States. Yeah, uh, you know, a lot of the politics. A bit, 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 bit of hypocrisy there, Noel, isn't there? 
I don't see it. Um, you're not in favour. I'm assuming you're not in favour of gun laws. Not in favour of the kids in cages policy that's currently being pursued by the Obama was. Obama set them up. By the way, those cages were there when Bill Clinton was there. Hillary was his wife. They weren't. A lot of these things are completely different from what was there before. There's certainly immigration controls there before, but they're, they're nothing. They're not even a shadow of what is there now. Um, and I just think, you know, for me anyway. No, would you not take it easy? This is a, he's a young kid. You were young once when you started in politics. He's a young kid. He's, o- he's only a young kid. He's, when I say young kid, he's in his early 20s, right? Yeah. He's starting out in politics. Maybe his views will change in 10 or 20 years' time. Maybe they won't. Maybe he'll be a conservative for the rest of his life. Fair play to him if that's what he wants to do. No issue with that. Like I said, I just think it was unwise. Given the organisation he represents would have a plurality of views. The organisation, what? Fianna Gael, who, Fianna Gael, who themselves were conservative. When you call me a hypocrite and this, that and the other. Given he didn't inform his own board of his own executive of the youth wing he represents that he was even going to it, I just think it was unwise. That's all. I'm not saying he shouldn't have went to it. I'm not saying it's wrong to go to it or wrong to hold different views. Hold different views all day long as far as I'm concerned. But when you're representing a body, which he is, you have to represent and embrace a plurality of views. And he didn't. And I think that's the mistake. And I, I really don't appreciate people trying to shoehorn views into my mouth or try and crowbar me into other people's statements that I haven't made. Um, that's just my view on it. You know, he's meant to represent all views and he failed to do so. All right. No, listen, thank you very much. And I appreciate you giving us the time. I know you were busy. All right. All right. Uh, okay. There you go. TD Noel Rock, who believes it was a foolish move of him to go there. Sorry, Dave, for cutting you a bit short there. But I just, I needed to get Noel on because he was out at some dinner uh, engagement and he only could give me two minutes. So. All right. I don't think he's my mate anymore. Uh, uh, you're not BFFs anymore, no? <laughs> no? I don't think so. Okay, but in saying that, okay, he said he was foolish to go. It wasn't passed by the executive committee. He didn't give any warning. Well, did he go? Did he go in his official capacity no, or just no. of his own volition? Of his own volition. Well, who gives a shit then? It like, wasn't look, funded by Fianna Gael. Yeah, well, look, fair enough. If you're, if you're going to something in an official capacity and you're representative of the party you're in, Fair enough. They, they might have something to say there, but if he's going on his own free time and he's paying well, for I, I'm clarifying here, according to the statement, they said that uh, the Young Finnegan media officer, Chloe Kennedy, and uh, obviously Killian as well, attended at a personal capacity and the trip was funded by themselves. You see, like, the one thing like, I, I really like about living in Ireland is the fact that like, Irish people, we're not as polarised as Americans seem to be when it comes to whether you're right or left-leaning. And I, I find a lot of that shit nowadays is coming from America. And because we consume so much American media, it, it's starting to kind of bleed into our culture a small bit. But, like, who cares? If he wants to be a conservative, let him be a conservative. I'm more of a left-leaning person, but... I really love watching Stephen Crowder on YouTube, and even though I don't agree with 90% of the stuff he mm-hmm. says, I love watching uh, Ben Shapiro debate. I absolutely I, Ben Shapiro is an amazing speaker. I don't agree with everything he says, but he's an Although amazing was, speaker. It, did you see the one there recently, though, where he bitched out when your man was talking to him on the BBC? I did, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, that, that was Ben, mind you, that was Ben's fault. He didn't do his homework. No, that was it. But, you know, but like, like I, I wouldn't agree with most of the views these guys have. But if you look at the likes of Stephen Crowder, he has the Change My Mind segment. Fair enough, you'll never change a man's mind. But he still gets people from both sides of the political divide to sit down and talk to each other. OK, well, say that for a second. Let me go to James. James, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, James? Hi, Noel. How's things? Um, yeah, it, it would appear to me that there's a, a massive authoritarian streak running through the liberal left now. That if you don't conform um, on absolutely 100% on every single issue, they will, uh, you know, slander you, call you names. Like, for, for instance, I was... Well, you just nominated. missed the name that I was called there a few minutes ago. 
I don't think. Hopefully, my dump delay button worked and nobody else heard it. That, that guy is totally typical because what he'll do is when you you could be ten years from now, we could be having a discussion, and that guy, people like him, would go throw through a tweet that you might have said ten years ago, and that's you. That's you. Um, mm-hmm. Um, slander then because you said this wrong tweet 10 years ago you know maybe, maybe it was an impulsive tweet but they'll use that to you to, to try and ruin you and ruin your career in fact your very presence on Irish radio really annoys these people because you're like are you enjoy this in a George Hook because you got an alternative opinion than the Liberal consensus. well it's important that you get an alternative view but we don't have and that view and by the way it's also important that if I have a view that that view is challenged or questioned and that's and fine too you get that all the time. But the problem is they took George Hook off the radio and replaced him with someone who is subscribes to the group think. That, that you know, there's no diversity of thought with these people whatsoever. And you're right, this is concerning because you're not thinking now, but five, ten years down the line, what's it going to be like? Are people going to lose their well, jobs? Well, I, I, I have a feeling that if we keep demanding that people resign when they have a different view, be, be it in the media or in a political sphere, I think we're going to end, uh, end up with a very polarised view on media, a very polarised view in politics. I mean, there was a time but, where you but, had a, you, you know, you had a political party in power and then you would have, uh, another party would object to everything they do, which is a good thing, right? Because yeah. then we get a balanced view on society's needs. But now it's just like every party has to agree with each other or you get fired. Well, well what, what, what'll end up happening is people will be pushed to the fringes and um, the very things that the left may be screaming about, oh, racists and fascists and Nazis, they're going to create them with this sort of stifled atmosphere where no one can breathe anymore without wondering if some radical leftist is going to ring your job in the local garage and try and get you sacked because you put a spicy fa- Facebook post not agreeing with it not agreeing with what he said and that, that's the culture that we have now you know and it, look it, it's deep ingrained there's a, there's a massive level of conformity within Irish society people don't want to upset the apple cart but what that's bred is this sort of intolerance to people having a different view I was never really politically um, um, motivated but when the abortion thing came up I thought about it and I said no I just don't fundamentally agree with abortion the practicalities of it and some of my friends and family, Jesus, they were militant about it. They couldn't understand that I had this view. And instead of conforming, I dug my heels in. And now I've, I've fallen out with them. I probably don't have a great relationship with a lot of them now because we disagreed on that political issue. Such is the, the level of... Um, of conformity within our society. I mean, I mean, Dave is right in what he said. You know, when we look at what's happening, particularly in America, and it's happening now across Europe, there is a, an actual real divide now. I mean, everybody kind of listened to each other for many, many years. And I suppose the world was a much more conservative place. Now it has become more of a, a liberal place. And, and that's fine. You know, I agree with a lot of the liberal changes in society. I'm quite happy with them. And I like to progress as well, like everybody else. Yes, I'm a little bit older, maybe a little bit more, you know, feet in the sand type of thing. But in saying that, it's important that we still have those views because if we don't, what sort of world will we have? We'll move too fast. Well, you see, everyone has a million views on different issues. The LGBT is a good example. Um, I know people who vote Well, the LGBT now is a political movement. It's not yeah, just... But, but, but even at, so people can agree with uh, lesbian, gay and bisexual, but they have a problem with transsexuals and they're entitled to if they want. Well, they, they, uh, well, they are entitled to have a view on it. Yes, absolutely. Of course. Of course. So they might subscribe to the, uh, the original... Um, human rights movement of the, the gay movement, but not subscribe to what it's become, which is uh, manifested into transsexuals read the stories at, at, uh, in Dean's Grand Well, they, 
Well, you know, yeah, that was one particular story that I didn't agree with. Yes, absolutely. But there are other aspects of it that I would agree with. Uh, but OK, but look, I'm looking at a t- text here. Somebody says, uh, not in a democracy, an individual has a right uh, to learn other views. They do not have uh, have to report to anyone, no matter who or what the organisation. What is going on in Ireland is left-wing indoctrination by political poli- political parties. I think de- democracy is dead and Ireland will be a one-party left-wing state uh, bowing to the central office of Europe. Uh, yeah, it's kind of starting to get like that all right, isn't it? And mm. what makes it worse is that the individuals, I suppose at the top, uh, both Simon Harris and Leo Varadkar, both had extremely different views going back 10 years ago, uh, which kind of makes the whole thing even more bizarre. Let me go to Seamus. Seamus, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Seamus? Oh, thanks for having me, Noel. Just agree, I agree totally with yourself and with that caller just on there now. And Noel, earlier on, listen to me, he's just a complete hypocrite. Now, Fianna Gael are a party of bullies. They will this, I agree with them, this conformist society they're creating is going to end up with a rotten society where you'll have people turning on each other uh, unnecessarily. So I think it's up to people to just realise that when that general election is called, you got to vote against Fianna Gael. They are destroying the country. And Leo Varadkar, may I remind your listeners, is one of the greatest hypocrites of all. Only two, two and a half years ago, he turned around and he announced to the Irish people, to young Irish people with any hope of a future in this country, um, Move in with your parents. That's right. Uh, ask them for inheritance or emigrate. They, they'll pay for but the deposits, said, yeah. They, they are the words verbatim of uh, your leader, Leo Varadkar. He's, not a, he's a ruler, not a leader. He doesn't care one bit about our society. Or well, I, well, I wouldn't say he doesn't care. I think, I, you know, personally speaking, I'm not a fan. I think he concerns more with his own image than he does with anything else. But in yeah, saying well, that, I, would, but I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be a fan of him. But in saying that, some of the stuff that he's come out with recently, I have agreed with one or two of the things he said, particularly Simon. in relation to Northern Ireland. Yeah. And Simon Harris as well, you know, he lied, he could have caught lied, lying twice about this M. Um, well, at the moment, they're trying to figure out how they're going to apologise for all that. Uh, loads and loads of texts coming in, by the way. Uh, somebody says here, um, and I'll have to say, I completely agree with Seamus and James and Dave, your previous caller that have been on the air. I think we're turning into a very strange society where you're not allowed to have another opinion. Everybody must have the same opinion. It's almost like George Orwell. Uh, yes, it is becoming a bit like 1994, isn't it? And that, that whole idea that everybody must have the same opinion. Uh, otherwise, there's something very wrong with us. Seamus, do you uh, are you almost afraid to give your opinion in public now? Um, I am, and actually, just in, just in line with your, your your other caller there, who I completely agree with. When the um, and I think I mentioned this before in the air with yourself, but the, do you remember the the, the time the uh, the the um, oh what was the, the, the not the LGBT but the the abortion referendum came around. And um, I, oh no, the LGBT uh, referendum, I think something around that area. Anyway, yeah. and I disagreed. Basically, I went against the grain, and I said, for the, for the, for the, basically, I, 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 uh, I was of the belief that like children's rights should supersede the right of any couple to to have the legal right to adopt a child. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And when I, you know, when I heard that view amongst friends, I was, I, was, I mean, I was looked, I was looked at like I was Hitler or something like that. Mm. I was I, I, and that that was a concern during the marriage equality referendum in relation to adoption and uh, uh, you know that whole idea of being a straight couple or a gay couple adopting a child, and it was uh, you know a concern for some people. I think people are entitled to be concerned whether their concerns. Is that right or not? This, is irrelevant. This, this, can I just say one thing, Noel? Just this, this, this whole conformatism is being driven politically through Fianna Gael and they're destroying the country as a result. All right, well, listen, lads, I have to wrap it up. I'm running out of time. Thank you very much indeed, Chambers. Thanks to everyone who got involved in the conversation today. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.